go ahead, grab your cup of coffee, grab your advice, and let's get into this word. Good morning, brothers. What's going on? This is Pastor S. Jeffrey Munson. Thank you so much for being with me this morning on Morning Meditation for Men. I do appreciate your time today. Uh, it means a lot to me that you're going to spend a little bit of your time with me on this morning. So full disclosure, y'all, I've been having a rough morning of it. I think this is about the fifth time I started uh, recording this. And obviously, it's important uh, that I get this out. Because anytime there is, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but anytime there is frustration, there is a need for patience. And frustration is going to show up in your life. Okay. All right, so let's get to the scripture and then we're going to talk about the power of patience, the power of patience. All right, so we're going back to 1 Corinthians chapter number 13, 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. I'm going to start at verse number one. If I speak with the tongue of men and angels and do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging symbol. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give my all of my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned and do not have love, it profits me nothing. Love is patient. Now, we can do a dot, dot, dot after that. We're going to stop there. Verse number four, just this small clause of verse number four. Love is patient. So I wanted to go back. Um, and that's why I, I really feel like I don't know how long this is going to be. But I'm just going to flow with what I hear Holy Spirit saying to me. I wanted to go back and look at this again. Love is patient. I needed to stop there, right there before we went through and continue with everything else. Love is patient. In the beginning portion of this, it really lays out something for us guys. It says, you know, if I've got all of these different things going on for me, and this is this is really for me the, the biggest thing. You're just making a bunch of noise. I have become except if I speak with a tongue of men and of angels. So that means that if I speak uh, in a spiritual language, uh, or if I'm eloquent with my speech. And I talk to brothers, other men, but I don't have love, right? So if I don't have what? Patience. It's right there. When we go back down to verse number four, love is, Paul then begins to break it down. He says, love is. So what is this up, up in the beginning? He says, if I speak with the tongue of men and angels and I don't have love, or you can interject patience in there because we understand that patience is love is patient right i have become a noisy gong or a clanging symbol i have become something that is irritating uh to people <laughs> that's the best way i can say it if you ever i don't you know most of the people according to analytics that listen to our podcast are young people and I appreciate you guys I really do and I hope that I'm pouring something into you 
Um, but when I was growing up, there was a show called The Gong Show. And it was very similar to uh, what we might see uh, American Idol and things like that. But they weren't as nice. And so people would come out and they would do their little act. It literally was a talent show. You come out, you would do your act. And if you sucked, then they would gong you. Right. And this is what this is what Paul is saying here. He says, if I speak with the tongues, if if I'm so deep and I'm so spiritual and I'm so uh, uh, I got such a quote unquote good relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. And I say I threw quotes on that because when you have a real relationship with Jesus Christ and you're operating or you're doing your best to operate in some of these other things that we'll be talking about. But he says, if I speak with the tongues of men, if I can, you know, get close to God because I can speak the uh, speak in tongues with God and I can pray in the spirit all night, my God, and then I can stand before great men and I can eloquently respond recite things that I need to recite in front of them but I don't have patience I become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal something that is making a lot of noise and it is irritating and it does not benefit I hope y'all heard that it makes a lot of noise it irritates and it does not benefit see but I can tell you this, and I'm hearing Holy Spirit as I speak. He's telling me things. He says, it benefits for this reason and this reason only so that you can see you're missing the mark. That's where the noise comes in. That's where the benefit is. But you're not helping anybody if you're just making a lot of noise. What You, you are helping yourself to realize, oh, I, 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 need, I need some work on me. Now, when we're talking about marriage, I think one of the, the key things here is we've got to remember that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a personal thing. It is about you. The, when you talk about marriage, you cannot put the onus, I think that's the right word, or the responsibility on your spouse. The greatest responsibility when we begin to talk about marriage is on you. So you went out, you got married. Congratulations, you did it. There are seasons to marriage, right? So if you knew in this, you know, you thinking, I'm getting up in the morning, I'm going to get me some, I'm going to call home. What you doing this afternoon? I'm gonna, You know, she home today from work. Okay, I'm coming home for lunch and I'm going to get me some. Then I'm going to stop by the store and pick up something for dinner. We're going to eat and get our energy back up and I'm going to get me some more. You know what I'm talking about. That's what you feel like in the, in the beginning. That's that's one of those seasons or stages of marriage. And, you know, then, then, then there's a season of, you know, we've locked in and things are working. And then there's a season of frustration. Where everything that that person does that you're married to, it frustrates. And I'm going to say it the way I feel it. It frustrates the hell out of you. Right? How can this person who I love be acting like this toward me? It frustrates you. But let me say this. Frustration happens. This is part of life, brothers 
frustration happens. I'm going to say it like we said, we would say it in the church. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, frustration happens. Tap yourself on your own chest and say frustration happens. You need to understand that in this life, things will happen to frustrate you. To throw you off your game. To make you or to cause you to lose focus. Frustration happens. But here's the catch. Frustrations happen, but patience must be carefully cultivated. Frustrations happen, but patience must be carefully cultivated. And when we begin to cultivate patience, that is when we will see that we can tie the word of God into every area of our life. There is nothing that we cannot do when we let God be God in our lives. And so we have to understand that we are living in, in and why is patience? Okay, all right, let me slow down. Why is patience important? Think about what we live in. We are living in a culture that is a digital age. This morning when I woke up, I got in the shower, started, you know, washing myself off. I got out in the shower, started drying myself. I said, hey, Google, what is the temperature outside? Okay, so y'all just heard Google answer me because I forgot to turn him off. He said, right now, it's 42 degrees. When I was growing up, I didn't have that. Now, mind you, I'm only 56 years old, so I didn't have that. I would go outside, I would open the door, I would stick my head out the door. Or I might turn the TV on and let the weatherman tell me. But there's no way I could be in the shower and shout out, hey, so-and-so, what's going on today? So we have been we have been taught that everything that we need is at our fingertip or at our voice. For example, we we have computer we have computers in our hands. Our cell phones are computers that that speak to the world and listen to everything we say and always ready to provide an answer to the things that we are thinking about and saying. I promise you that that, that, that's what's going on. So we live in this digital age. Within milliseconds, we can get everything we want. So now what happens? And when I'm in a relationship with another human being, I hope y'all are catching this today. When it doesn't happen the way that I want it to happen as fast as I expect it should happen, then we've got an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, Siri said I could get what I wanted. Alexa said I could get what I wanted right away. You know, all of these different devices 
will give us what we want right away. When I pick up my iPhone and I need a phone number, I can immediately tap in or I can speak to it and it would provide me with a phone number. When I was growing up and I needed a phone number, I would have to go throughout the house, find out where the yellow pages or the white pages was because my brother or my sisters, one of my brothers or my sister had lost it or moved it and I would have to uh, remember my alphabet and then I'd have to walk through the pages to find someone's name. And then when there were five people with that name, then I would have to remember what street they lived on so then I could line up the name with the street and then find their phone number. See, it's not it's not what it was. And listen, I'm only 56 years old. So this was this was what? 40 years ago. Now, I don't how many of y'all actually remember people phone number you don't you remember their names and their name pops up on your phone and then it dials a name for you so it, we live in a society that has taught us that patience is not necessary but when you are dealing with another human being and you're dealing with emotions it's extremely necessary it's extremely necessary And what happens is you have it has the ability when you think that Alexa and Siri is the same as your spouse. It has the ability to create fractures and fissures in your marriage. So when frustrations happen in our marriage, and they will happen in our marriages, brothers. It's going to happen. You have to begin to cultivate patience. And I specifically, specifically use the word cultivate because I want you to understand it's like a garden. You have to go out. You've got to plant patience. And then when you need it, it's right there. You go back and you pick it. And next time you need it, you can go back and you can pick it. But if you're not putting an effort forth to be patient in certain in every area of your life, when you, when it's needed for your spouse, it's not going to be there. I hope this is helping somebody today. I know this don't have a whole lot of scripture to it, but there's some scriptures that we can lock into. But I hope this is helping somebody today. So here's a couple things that I want to give to you that I think will be beneficial for you if you uh, really are all about growing this plant called patience. You like the way I did that? I did. Okay. Uh, let me get back to this. All right. Use the stop method. Use the stop method. Number one S stop. Stop what you were doing or speak out loud to yourself. I need to pause for the cause. I need to pause and reflect about what is going on right here. Why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? Why am I frustrated right now? And how can I get to where I need to get? Right? Okay, so that's the first thing. Number two, we're doing the stop method. T, take a breath and remember who you are in Jesus Christ. You are an overcomer in Jesus Christ. 
Remember that. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now listen, let me give you this. Frustrations are external, but patience is internal. Okay, so what was the scripture that we just said? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Internal, Jesus Christ. External, the world, frustrations. So we've got to remember who we are in Jesus Christ. And we've got to remember that he lives in us. Holy Spirit lives in us. That's the way this whole thing was set up. Jesus died for our sins. And after he died for our sins, he says, I'm not going to leave you without a comforter. But when I leave, I'm going to send the comforter back to you. And that is the Holy Spirit. That is Holy Spirit. Because his name is not the Holy Spirit. His name is Holy Spirit. And he is going to live in you, is what Jesus said to us. Holy Spirit lives in us. So patience is already in us. We just got to recognize that frustrations are external. Patience is internal. And we got to tap into what's already in us. The, the, the next one. Oh, so we're doing the stop method. S-T-O. Observe what is going on in your body, in your emotions, in your thoughts. How are these things lining up with a godly man? How are they lining up with the spiritual practices that you have been working on for your life? How are they lining up? So there again, we're getting into this patience thing. And then the last one is P, proceed, continue on. Now that you've had a time to, to stop, take a breath, observe, now it's time to keep going. Now, how are you going to go? You're going you're gonna to go based on what Holy Spirit tells you to do. Because we just said we're going to tap into what's already in us. Right? Next thing I want to give you is teach yourself patience with small things. Teach yourself patience with small things. What do you mean, pastor? I mean, how many of us, <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I could talk about me all day on this. Go into the grocery store. I, You know, when I go to the grocery store, most times when I go to the grocery store, I've got a list either in my hand or in my head. I'm hitting my list uh, and I'm on my way out the store. But you get there at the opportune time where every cashier has taken a break except for one. And they've got the uh, self-checkout, you know, so you got one on a, on a register and one on the self-checkout with four people. And you get in line and you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to get the, the line with the one person got 15 people. You're not getting in there. I'm going to get in the self-checkout line. They got four checkout counters. I should be out of here in about four minutes but it seems like every person who gets up in the self-checkout in front of you it's their first time ever looking at the self-checkout they have no clue what they're doing okay maybe that's just me 
But man, when I tell you, I'm not even gonna lie. That is an external frustration. It's like, dude, all you gotta do is swipe and keep moving. What are you doing? Why are you dragging this process out? I have been standing here for 50. Okay, I'm about to go on a rant. All right, okay. So begin to teach yourself patience in the small things. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that we should hum to ourselves spiritual songs and we should speak scriptures to ourselves. So when we find ourselves in these places, maybe we need to start speaking scriptures to ourselves. Maybe we need to uh, begin to uh, hum a spiritual song, right? In that grocery line. When we're driving and somebody's trying to merge and you know you got somewhere to go, but how is it going to hurt you to let them get in front of you and where are you going? You know, you still going to get there. Let them merge in. In the small things, we've got to learn to practice patience. Now, this is what I need you to do today. I need you to go to the show notes because I've listed several different scriptures in the show notes that I believe will help you when it comes to practicing patience. I'm going to give you this one. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious produce of the soil, being patient about it until it gets the early and late rains. Therefore, be patient, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. He's going to show up in your frustration, but you got to be patient in it. I promise you frustration is coming. It's part of life. But the scripture right here, our brother James reminds us, be patient until the coming of the Lord. And in our case, that's Holy Spirit. When he shows up and then he gives us the example, the the analogy, the farmer waits for the precious produce of the soil, being patient about it until it gets the early and the late rains. When you're dealing with your spouse, it is not the same as traffic. It's not the same as, uh, you know, the grocery line. This is a human being that you're dealing with. And so you got to understand when your spouse frustrates you, when your family frustrates when you, you're married now, now what? You can't treat that person like you would treat other things. You got to love your wife like it is your own life. You got to love your wife like you would give your life for her, like Christ died for us this is it man i noticed i noticed man this is it i know this is kind of hard and we like what you kidding me i wish somebody had told me all the stuff i learned in 20 years of marriage i wish somebody had told me all the stuff that i've learned in 20 years of marriage before i got married And it's not that I would not have gotten married, but I would have been better prepared for the things that that I've had to go through in marriage and had to deal with. And I think that I I, I think that I would have been a lot more advanced if I got this information. 
And I think that I know that's why God is giving me this to pour out into the earth realm right now. Because somebody needs this. Be patient. There's a power in patience. And this is the last piece. When you are patient, you change the atmosphere. Oh, Shatai. I felt that in my shana. Nah. When you are patient, you change the atmosphere. So, brothers, remain patient. That's it for today. Let's pray. Father, we bless you, we magnify you, and we glorify you for what you are doing in our lives. God, we honor you. I pray, God, that the brothers would go and read the show notes and see the several scriptures and apply them to their lives. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would begin to cultivate patience in them. We know it's already in them because Holy Spirit lives in them. Help them tap into what's already inside of them. Begin to build on the seed of patience that you have placed in their lives. We honor you today and we magnify you and we glorify you for all that you have done and all that you are doing. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. And everybody shouted, amen, amen, and amen. All right, brothers, thank you so much for being with me this morning on Morning Meditation for Men. Listen, do me a favor. Give your life to Jesus Christ. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Give your life to Jesus Christ today. Number two. Listen, you know what? I just heard the Holy Spirit say, rededicate your life. There's some of y'all out there who are on the cusp, who hanging out. I, I was in the church, but I'm not. I, this is greater than the church. This is about your relationship with Jesus Christ. Rededicate your life to Jesus Christ today. Do not wait another day. God has something special for you. Do it today. Then I'll need you to share the podcast. Share it with your friends, your family, especially this little bit of a series that we're working in the, in the middle of chapter uh, or season number four. Share this podcast. I promise it is life changing. All right, y'all. This is Pastor S. Jeffrey Munz. Thank you for being with me this morning on Morning Meditation for Men. I'm out of here. Peace.